I she's been doing shit that I would never do when I was her age. She will wave to a neighbor mm. out of nowhere. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Are you hope you're having a good morning? Like, where the fuck is she getting this from? She's a nice kid. I don't say hi to the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then they want to put fucking Hillary in. I'm going to vote for her from spite, and I really don't want to vote for Hillary. Don't do that. She's an awful person. She's an awful person. Is spite a good reason to vote for somebody? Because I can't stand people that put shit up like that. Oh, I hate Hillary. I I want a queen now. That's what I want. Oh, God. Then then elect another woman. I don't don't care if it's a woman. (laughs) I say I can get my and then you got to figure out something to do can tomorrow. You imagine, can you imagine something to do tomorrow? On, sitting on the couch watching TV, and there's someone there to lick your balls. <laughs> Next, get on over here. Work the left side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ignore the taint. Get on in there. I Test, test. Tit uh, boss, pussy town. Hey, that works. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. How are you doing, man? Doing good. You doing had good. a how are you? A reunion yesterday, right? <laughs> I did. What was that about now? It was a. Uh, it was actually the 20, 25 years. Holy shit, you're old. Yeah, I know. Um, of my junior year in high school. Um. Well, my sophomore and junior year, we were state champions. Okay. Uh, the junior year this team. This is uh, Providence? Yeah. All right. Wrestling team. And the junior year team was, uh, we ended, we ended this year ranked second in the country okay. uh, behind uh, St. Ed's of Ohio. And so we had, you know, it was those two teams, but it was, you know, we the other teams too. We took second my senior year and third my freshman year. It's like, I've, I know I've heard the name growing up uh, through school regarding Providence. Is that like, is that one of the bigger schools when it comes to wrestling? Is that like a storied school, or is it more of like an Illinois only it's, thing? No, so. it's storied. Um, right. it, not anymore. They're not. They're they're on a downswing now. But they won after I graduated. Uh, they had two teams that two years in a row that got upset okay. that should have won it, and then there were they had like a five year run where they won it. Oh, so um, there you go. So, but I roomed with a guy in college from. Pennsylvania from a school called North Allegheny, which was like the Providence of Pennsylvania. Okay. And we knew who they were and they knew who we were. So it's always like you grow up and you hear these names and you never really know about it. Cause I've heard of Providence and the wrestling team. I just, beyond that, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know if they were really good or they were really bad. No, you know, no. So. they were, they were small. They were class A or we were class A. I wasn't but in like the seventies and eighties. And then they moved up to double A and dominated that for a while. And now there's three classes. Providence is down. Um, but I suspect they're gonna, you know, get it back. You have to start a Providence wrestling podcast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow that much anymore. Heard a lot of, a lot of stories. Yeah, a lot of surgery stories. There were two guys in wrestling shape yesterday. One's really? A, one's a coach at Michigan, and one guy's a yoga master. Um, those guys were in shape. The rest of us talked about our surgeries. <laughs> Wait, did anybody fucking scuffle or anything like that? No, hell no. See no. that I would have picture you get uh, twenty five years of wrestling guys. One person would start drinking and be like, "You know what, Luke? Um, Let's fucking settle this." No, you go. It probably maybe fifteen years ago we would have scuffled. No, um, but it was. 
you know, our, our coach was there, and he's talking about his neck surgery and his rotator cuff. I'm talking about my back. <laughs> One dude showed up that was two years younger than me. He showed up with staples in his elbow. He had surgery on the other elbow, too. Oh, Christ. Knees and hips. And my old, our old assistant coach had both hips replaced. Well, um, you ain't getting any younger, right? No, nah, but it was cool. It was cool. It was nice to see everybody. I see a lot of them still. A couple of them are still are standing up at my wedding. But, uh, you know, you, I saw guys I haven't seen in years. You know, um, my brother-in-law, Andrew, was just talking. He's having his, uh, I didn't even realize they did this, um, his eighth grade reunion. Oh. I didn't realize that was a thing. And he's like, yeah, it's been 10 years, so they're organizing it. And I'm like... I, I don't think I've been to any reunion or anything like that. I didn't know St. Joe's. I graduated in 97, and, like, I haven't seen anybody except for the friends that I hung out with, and that's about it. So yeah, I, 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 I would be cool, but I'm kind of, like, scared to go back and see, like, a bunch of people that are really successful. <laughs> well, <laughs> and like, hey, I, hey, I, you were the kid that drew shit. Whatever yeah. happened to that? I'm drawing shit Ooh, now. I'm still, <laughs> still drawing shit on Post-it notes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed my tenure, went to my 20, and I, I didn't hang out with my class. Um, my best friend was in my class, and he passed away. Mm. And then uh, everybody else I hung out with, I hung out with the wrestlers, and my class was pretty light for wrestling, and then the end, older and younger. Mm. Um, so, but it was, not, it was neat. I reconnected with some people. That, so, so was there anybody, like, anybody that you uh, thought was just going to be like uh, – I think about reunions. There's always the kids that I remember from fucking Joe's and they were just awful. And like, wow, they're going to die by the time they're 25 or something like that. Like they were just burnouts or something like that. Yeah. And then you see them and they're like, hey, I have four kids and I'm very successful. You mean at the reunion or the yeah. rest of I'm the I'm just reunion. saying like, did you know anybody like that that you, that you grew up with? Um, and then did they just totally surprised you when you saw them? Like, holy no, shit. No, I mean, you didn't have a lot of that at Providence. I, I mean, a lot of that at Joe. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, it was a good school to go to because it was, it was, you know, it has this crap like every other school. Yeah. But it was very limited because it's expensive as shit to go there. Yeah. So if your parents are investing in you going to that school, they obviously care a lot. And they're putting in the time outside of there, too, to make sure that most of them make sure that you're a, a decent human being, you know. Yeah, so I, I, that's my theory. Uh, I, you know, I had good parents and they took care of me and they made sure I wasn't a beat off. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember the kid. Remember when Crystal Pepsi came out? Mm -hmm. And there was kids that used to sneak vodka in it, mixed with Crystal Pepsi. They'd be drinking right in between, uh, you know, what are they? Uh, the time between classes where you walk around for like yeah. two minutes and get your books, and they'd be getting a squig here and there. And I'm like, how do you get through fucking high school like that? I'm so, sure there were people like that. I just never. I didn't think high school was that stressful that I had to drink. It's like so we were actually talking about. This is funny. That brings up another conversation and. Um, we had a bunch of uh, the regulars and everything. And we, uh, okay, so excluding um, college, okay? Because college is pretty awesome for most people. I would say college, if you get a chance to go to college, I don't think there's too many bad points in college where you're going to be like, oh, I hated freshman year. So, I, I just don't picture it. College is awesome. If you don't think college is awesome, go there. Um, if you get to relive one year, grade school all the way to senior year, which one do you pick? Of of high, senior yeah, year you of get high to school? relive it. You get to uh, like junior oh, year. junior year. That was the one. That was my well. See, I didn't. I didn't go out. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really date. If I was dating somebody, they got dumped 
before wrestling season because I my senior year. <laughs> Wait, you just planned it? Like no. Well, my senior year, I tried dating. Uh, I had a girlfriend, and she came to my first tournament, and I was more worried about her having fun. And I wrestled like shit in bunch in the front of a bunch of college coaches that were recruiting. And I told her, I said, I got to concentrate. I was more worried about you. <laughs> I was very. Listen, baby. I was very in my own head. It's me, not you. And if my head wasn't right in the sport, then it showed on the mat. Like, it was very much, I had like a mental checklist I went through. And so junior year. So um, you dump chicks just to get further in your wrestling career, man. Oh, got me into the school. Um, <laughs> but I. I <laughs> junior year was the year that uh you know i lost some matches but i peaked at the right I time about to say lost your virginity so no i i was in the semifinals of the state tournament and i was wrestling a guy that i had beaten before but he was tough mm. and the guy i was ranked second going into state and the guy i was wrestling was ranked third and the guy who was ranked number one got upset in the first round um and the guy who made the finals from the other side, I beat 16 to nothing. Holy shit. So I had to beat this guy, and I got a bad call against me. Now, I didn't wrestle the greatest match, but I got a bad call and ended up losing. Mm. And I ended up taking third, and that guy that beat me ended up winning state. And like senior year, I was ranked number one. I was undefeated, but I got beat by a tough guy. I had a tough-ass weight because um, everybody was dodging this one guy that was at the weight above me who was a superstar. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> came down to my one, everybody came down to my weight. So we had going into state tournament where there were four undefeated guys at my weight. Oh Jesus. Um but junior year, you know, I had that, so I'd like to redo that match, but also I had my best moment, which was in the team state when we wrestled Marist. And I wrestled that number one ranked guy. I've heard all these names too. So <laughs> um and he had beaten me like eleven to one and six to one that year. And uh, I ended up beating him, and that was one of the reasons we beat Maris because one of our best guys broke his ankle before the match and couldn't wrestle, so it kind of evened our teams out a little bit. Um, and we ended up beating them, and then we wrestled DeKalb in the finals, and they were they were undefeated, but we nodded our we beat them like forty three to ten, something like that. Just a complete mental boost in your yeah. I could see but it was, it was my best. It, it was yeah. my best day. It was it was you know people oh how pathetic your best day, but I tell you I walked away from that, and my coach put his arm around me and I, I went to a press conference, a press conference. Fucking junior year of high school. That's cool. There was, well, they were in the room where we would change and I was changing and they circled around me. This is a and good feeling, man. I, my coach put his arm around me at one point. He goes, I'll never doubt you again. And, uh, I got a fame boner yeah. and <laughs> I sat down in the, in the you know, and I'm changing and all, and I didn't realize all these guys were like gathering around me because they had, we had a guy named Sean Bournemet who, set the record for wins in Illinois mm -hmm. and pins. He had 48 pins his senior year. He was 53 and 0 with 48 pins. His closest match was 13 to nothing. And he's the guy that coaches at Michigan now. Okay. Um, you know, he was our, but they gathered around me cause I won this big match and I found out later, um, we got a call in college, uh, which probably attributes to this podcast. It kind of ties in the guy, one of the guys that used to write for the Sun Times, mm -hmm. we get a phone call at our college room, me and Ken. And he's like, Yeah, is Luke or Ken there? I'm like, Yeah, this is a, hey, this is, uh, and I forget his name. And he's like, Hey, I'm in town for my company uh, I work for. He's like, We, we got a beer garden. You guys want to come on out? <laughs> so I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so we go drink beers with this guy that used to write about us. And he said, 
Providence was our favorite team to cover because it was just you guys were above and beyond everybody. He goes, but you, to me, I loved covering you because you always gave me good one-liners. <laughs> so it's probably why they gathered around me as much as anything because I always had something colorful to say. Um, you do have the quick wit when it comes to zinging. So. so that was, you know, I'm sure that contributed. I'm sure it wasn't, you know, oh, Luke's wonderful. Let's, it was more like Luke's going to give us something to write about, you know, because he'll say something <laughs> stupid. Or, um, But it was my best year. It was my, I mean, what would you relive? I, uh, when we were discussing it, I had the, uh, the, I think this is everyone's usual answer, but senior year. And it was, um, it was, I don't know if you even know this about me. I was really introverted. At yeah, one point, yeah, like I didn't like to talk or anything like that. Again, tribute to the podcast. I like doing this because it finally unbottles all this like mixed emotion from years and years of just like shutting up. Sure. But around my family, I was fucking crazy. But once it was like a social setting, it was like. Mm-hmm. But you know, in well, senior probably year, you start... the first thing you ever said to me was "nice penis." Yeah, if I like, wasn't open-minded, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't become your friend. He was like, "Is that code? <laughs> Is that code?" <laughs> I looked. Your car was backed in. I said, "All right, I'm out of here." <laughs> you no, know, see, like, like, um, shit. Like, I had dates and stuff freshman to junior year, and with girls and everything. But I think there was a point where I stopped caring what people thought of me at senior year and mm-hmm. just started talking to everybody. You gotta, and you gotta, and I noticed that traits really been handed down to my daughter, which is really cool. Like I, she's been doing shit that I would never do when I was her age. She will wave to a neighbor mm. out of nowhere. I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? Are you hope you're having a good morning? Like, where the fuck is she getting this from? She's a nice kid. I she's don't a... say hi to the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was as a kid. I, my oldest sibling was four years older than me, mm. five years older than me. Or my youngest, closest to me. Nuns? No, Gabby. Oh, okay. She was five years older. I played a lot. They they were a year apart, Nuns and Gabby. And they, you know, I played a lot by myself and my imagination. You know what I mean? That's You just made shit up. And and I, yeah, I had. You you were all the characters in your story. Yeah, I did everything. You know, I did the, and I had one neighbor down the street that was like two houses down, but it was a big open neighborhood in Palos. So, yeah, I mean, I was the same way. I, I, I spent a lot of time inside my own head. Yeah. And that was look at us both now. I was very, I was very quiet as a kid. You'd never, when I got to school and there were people around me, I went blah, 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 and people thought I was strange because I was like, <laughs> you know, oh my god, look at all these people. Uh, man, it's it's kind of weird the way it fucking changes. It always takes like that one moment, and then all of a sudden you just explode, which is good. So. I think you should play one moment in time. What? Maybe I'll find the clip and I'll just insert it right <laughs> here. I'll make a mark later. Anyway, what do we got to talk about today? Well, we got a few things, man. Let's get the. Big fucking I, terrible one. I out probably of the way. smell like beer because I woke up late and my coach poured a beer on my head. We took a group picture. Don't worry, we'll sober you up. We'll angry up your blood. Well, he we he was on like this wood thing standing above the group picture, mm-hmm. and I said I said Coach Poles is he's gonna have to sleep up there till Tuesday because his his body's so hurt and he won't be able to climb down. And all of a sudden, I feel this cold beer pouring on my head. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least you're awake, which is a good sign. So I got I got all these topics, but let's get the let's, let's get the soldier one out of the way because that's the one that's every, um, everywhere. Been debating that on Facebook with some people. I've seen that, and uh, yeah, let's keep the names out of it because I don't know if they even listen. Whether we can go not, first name. Yeah, we can. You could say Andrew is is Bob Andrew's brother. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. I know I've met him. Uh, huge conservative guys. They've been. Yeah, huge conservative guy since day one. Sure, so, you know it's. 
Uh, anyway, uh, I'll get. Let's let's fill the audience in the story. All right. Uh, obviously, if you've been living under a rock, you know you need some sort of context to what we're about to talk about. There was uh, Bo Bergdahl, something okay. like that. That's just, he's a he was a prisoner of war in Afghanistan. If you want to call him a POW, he uh, uh, allegedly walked off camp um, and got caught by. Uh, Taliban soldiers, and he's been in prison for five years. Not in prison. Uh, uh, it, he well, was in a camp. He was in them. a camp, an internment camp. What do you want to call it? I like, mean, he was. He was. It was like they were camping in the woods, basically. Yeah, they were. They uh, they had him in Huffington Post. Apparent, like today, like literally two hours before you got you. Uh, he's in Germany right now. Yeah, in a hospital. And he's uh, now claiming that they put him in a cage and they tortured him for five years. So. Okay. You know, he probably got the John McCain treatment, as I said. He probably got real fucked up when he was there. Anyway. Um, so he's changing his story because he originally said they took good care of him and they were, you know, he helped with meals. and. Yeah, it's one of those things. I don't I don't know if the dude's in his right mind regardless. Mm-hmm. He apparently wandered off camp a couple times. Like, all these stories are coming out. But here's the gist of it. The fucking, the small part is we had a soldier there who probably was a deserter got kidnapped by the Taliban. We exchanged five Taliban, uh, well, they're probably higher ranking, uh, from Guantanamo Bay. We we did an exchange. Those guys went to Qatar, and they're supposed to live in that city state for a year or something like that. Yeah, that's going to sure happen. I'm sure Qatar is yeah. happy to have Oh, of course. And we got this guy back in exchange, and I watched the exchange video. I don't know why we just didn't light up the exchange. I'm sorry. I'm just a, yeah, such, a, I'm such fuck, a fucking violent I person. Fuck I'd be like, like, fuck you. He's, light in the, he's in the helicopter, and then all of a sudden, I just was expecting a drone strike right afterwards. That would be like, awesome. That, that, you know what? That would have been a Michael Bay video, but I don't I think I would have like, minded it so much. Anyway, this exchange was definitely done without congressional approval. Um, now, there's clauses that says the president has the power. There's clauses that say he doesn't. There's people that are on both sides of this coin. Whether or not you think the exchange was good, we got a soldier back. They got five back. So that's the context of it, right? I didn't embellish anything. Basically, yeah. That's the gist of it. All right. So, so ever since this fucking story happened, there have been just an explosion of rage, I think, on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh against getting the guy back well it was a good trade we don't negotiate with terrorists all the, i mean all this is so, such a hyperbole situation in my opinion we've always negotiated with terrorists there's been different reasons different exchanges but i think there was somebody that actually listed all the presidents that have negotiated with terrorists and it's like i think 16 of them all right they have specific cases cited and was it a presidential overreach well, by today's standards, I don't think it's an impeachable offense or anything like that. I think it's a ridiculous notion. But if you go back in time, let's go FDR. Let's go Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln suspended habeas, uh, habeas corpus. He'd be impeached today. FDR put Chinese in internment camps. He'd be impeached today. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, like you look well. These, I, I think, I think it's one of those. Notions Abraham Lincoln like, was functioning under a split country too. That's yeah, sort of a hey, hey guys. But uh, let's, I mean, dealing okay. with a, a unique situation here. So I don't Lincoln. E- either of those cases, if done today, you would have somebody shouting impeachment from the rooftops. You know, uh, you know whether or not you agree with the decision. I, I think. The rhetoric is so ratcheted up. Like this, this is unpoliticized. 
to a point where it's uncomfortable to talk about because is there a right answer in all this nonsense? You got an American soldier, regardless if he's a deserter or not, you want him back, right? Until the the full truth yeah. comes out about him. Because, you know, if he's captured, I want to get him back. Yeah. Um, if he deserts, we want to get him back. If he collaborated... If he was an enemy combatant, if that would if that would he be? What's the term? Is that what? It well, is? there's yeah, I guess there's stuff that comes out that uh, he sent an email that he was converting. Um, you know, I don't know how true it is. You know, because it all just pops up. All this like, shit what? is coming from everywhere. There's so much white noise, dude. His. We lost what six six soldiers again. For that's him. that's now all coming into question whether that that's true or um, not. Like they keep doing stories. The New York Times did a story like, wait a second, like um, this could be completely inaccurate. Yeah, like so you don't know. I mean, I if the guy was collaborating with the enemy, mm-hmm. I say fuck him. Um, because if this came out and it's true, and he's speaking out against the, the people that saved him oh yeah he I, it was i mean I you could, know if he if he helped them you know there's guys that served with him that came out and said yeah he was you know and then all of a sudden the one guy said now this is odd but he said all of a sudden the the ieds started hitting more regularly yeah you know who the hell knows but he, the dude obviously I, no matter what you can't tell me that we couldn't find this guy in five years you can't no, they, tell they, me. They, 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 apparently, they knew about him for years and years. I like, would have sent in a group and fucking blown the piss out of him. This was the latest today. I'm holding up a, a article from the Huffington Post. That yeah, says, okay. Now, now he's and coming out saying he's I, been tortured I, for years. The Huffington so. Post to me is like the Fox News. It's so fucking far. Uh, I think MSC, to one MSNBC side. is more Fox News. Yeah, but me. I mean, yeah. I just what I point. Huffington yeah. Post is so is always. The liberal Come on, they side. have a nice entertainment section, Luke. Yeah, and it's right. fun to watch J.J. Abrams talk about the new Star Wars movie. And um, not let that go. It's, <laughs> it's. Uh, Sorry, took you out of the moment. No, I, I don't think we give up five five guys for him because you know, I, oh, they're, the Taliban says they're not going <clears> to <throat> fight anymore. Bull oh, fucking yeah. shit! You can't tell me that one of these guys, if they're that, if they're that important, they're not just five. They didn't say give us five guys. They said, "Give us these five these particular guys." guys. Um, I think there is going to be some attack at some point again, and one or more of these guys is going to be involved symbolically to show us, like, "Fuck you!" And you can't tell me that they don't go, "Oh ho! Now I know how to get our prisoners out." I, I yeah, I just I can't see that. It's I don't, such I don't a, agree with it. You man. wouldn't. You're telling me that if you weren't a Taliban guy and you went. Okay, so we just need to capture an American soldier. But you, I, Rather why wouldn't they just him? get an American soldier now? Well, why not now? Because they were killing them. They were trying to kill them. Now they're, I mean, they can't, they could go and say, okay, instead of like blowing these two guys up, let's surround them, capture them, and then we can get like 10 guys out. See, the thing to me, it, it all smells really funky, this whole situation. I don't know why. We got this dude back. I think there's a lot more going on that everyone's letting on that we had to get this cat back for some reason. Probably. And that's that's the thing. Like, why would we give up five guys who are allegedly really high-ranking guys to get one dude back? 
the whole Obama like, oh, you, we never leave a man. There's some fucking thing behind this that is, I, I'm going conspiracy theory now, probably in my brain. There's something with this dude. Ernie? Yeah. Oh, Ernie, by the way, think? I think the Ernie show should be Ernie may be right. Ernie may be right. <laughs> well, um, he's got a, he's 9-11 first, Ernie. Talk about that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and I, you know, you could go whatever. I, there's always something else. There's yeah. always something else. All right, always dude, this, this, something there's been a POW in Mexico that everyone's been screaming about. That took for, a wrong turn. For years. All right. All right, where's where's our guys getting him back? I mean, what, why why is he not home? I've I've heard conservative pundits talk about this dude forever, and he's you know okay. Obama's like we leave nobody behind. We got this dude, so let's get that other dude, right? Yeah. What, w- there's something to this cat that has not been explained yet, and I don't think ever will get explained, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Maybe he is a collaborator. Maybe maybe he's a deserter. Maybe he's. Got some intel that we need. Maybe this guy will never get seen again. Maybe, Maybe. you know, it's and it's kind of I don't scary. know. And I and the, you mark this moment. I don't one hundred percent blame Obama. No. So that's and you know, that's rare for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I think you can't say, Oh, it's Obama because obviously the CIA is involved. He's gonna take recommendations from people. You know, it's not like Obama knew the guy. The CIA came and said, This guy's here, we can do this. Yeah, anybody that's you know, following this shit knows that this has been a bipartisan thing for a long time to get this dude back. Mm-hmm. And they finally came up with a, the five to one ratio. All right. Republicans have been involved in this. Democrats have been involved with this. And now everyone has an opinion that's so strong in either direction. Like, I wish one time something would happen and the entire Congress would be like, yeah. Just in unison, like have the same opinion about something. I would just fucking love that. They can't agree on ketchup or mustard. They're not going to fucking agree it's on fucking this. Politics, like, man. It's what kills me. It's what make, dude. I saw this stat, and this is probably completely going off topic. All right, Congress, that's the House and the Senate, has an eleven percent approval rate. How many incumbents won their primaries? I don't know. All of them. Every single incumbent won their primary. Dude, the the voters don't pay attention. That, okay, if 11% approve, that means 89% either don't give a shit or disapprove. How the fuck does that happen? How does Jesse Jackson Jr. get (laughs) reelected? We talked about him before. I know. How does that happen? How How does someone who disappears for two months... Is stealing money gets reelected. Seventy grand. They reelected a guy who got kicked out of his. He got kicked out of his own party because he was so bad, and they reelected him. It's so aggravating. Nobody, nobody pays it. They go. I remember that name. Click. I think politics is becoming my new apathetic thing. And when I see you guys talk about it on Facebook, I I even get more infuriated. I gotta bet when you were when you were talking with Andrew and Bob and Jeremy. These are the guys who are having this discussion about the soldier. And I read it all. I did. It was like 30 comments. You did? Yeah, I, I, I read it all. And the thing I just, that started the killing was, me. I gave up on it and then saw the, they called, he called Jeremy a troll. I'm like, yeah, a troll. He's he, got a different opinion. He's got a different opinion. Jeremy is very respectful when it comes to like political debates. He's He doesn't point names. He doesn't say shit. He, you know, I, the thing about the whole thing was, and this is something I brought up to you many times. What did the original post attempt to solve? 
because uh-huh. I think everyone knows what their opinions are for the most part. Putting shit mm-hmm. like that on Facebook is almost trolling to begin with. They want the fucking backlash. They want to see the dissenting opinion. You think Andrew would put a post up like that because he wants people to come in and agree with him? No, he wants to no, fucking you welcome fight. It. He you wa- welcome it. He wants to fight. It's the debate. I love the debate. I love the debate. Now, when people post like, yeah, but the yeah. debate deteriorates and it goes, fuck paragraphs. you, you goddamn troll. And then yeah. it's like, all right, that, that's well, not a debate that's, anymore. That's just I, tools fucking Well, that's arguing. why I step in and support the, the other side. I'll step in and say, hey, you know. I wish, which this I is, applaud this you is for. This is what we're free to do. We're like, free Jeremy's to visit. not a troll. You need, to, you need to embrace the difference of opinion because that's what we're allowed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? This ain't North Korea where you are. Oh, the our leader is the greatest. He's from God. <laughs> He's a okay. Do you really want to live in that that country? No. No. You wanna. You want. I. I like the debate. It's fun. It makes things interesting. It, it, you see another side. If I just heard everything in my own head, that would get boring. Yeah. And if for those of you that want Obama to get impeached so bad, he's not going to get impeached for this. There might be. There might be some dissenting Republicans that want to try and do it in the House. Just wait two years. He's almost gone. He's not a king. I saw Ernie put up something. Obama's a king. No, he's not a king. He's a politician that will be gone in two years. He's a politician that's overstepped his and, bounds. You know, you and you can say the power expansion from him is just as bad as prior administrations. No, Everyone, I can. yes, you can. I disagree. You don't have to agree with me, but you'd be wrong. I'm sorry, dude. He's going to be gone in two years. I'm feeling yeah, but then they want to put fucking Hillary in. I, I'm going to vote for her from spite, and I really don't want to vote oh, for Hillary. Don't do that. Oh, I'm she's an awful person. She's an awful person. Is spite a good reason to vote for somebody? Because I can't stand people that put shit up like that. Oh, gonna, I hate yeah, Hillary. I'm like, I, I want Hillary. a queen now. That's what I want. Oh, God. Then, then elect another woman. I don't, I don't care if it's a woman. <laughs> it's going to be a Hillary but Clinton, Hillary. Elizabeth Warren Anybody ticket. but Hillary. Hillary. Any. <laughs> See how that's? That slip of the tongue, that's that tells truth. Hitlery. You're the, there's your, there's a poster that's gonna be everywhere. And that slipped out. I'm I'm posting that. Mm. She's an evil bitch, dude. Hitlery. Hitlery. I cannot I cannot <laughs> handle that woman. I yeah, I'm I'm she's getting voted for spite at this point. So you're I, a fucker. I, I, I'm gonna assassinate I, I'm, you. You're gonna assassinate me. I'm she's I once told Vern that I was going to frame... He was talking politics with me. I just can't stand the hyperbole, dude. That's it. It just... I'm going to I'm gonna do the same the thing ag- to you. Impression. I'm going to frame you for a felony so you can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we... I, I This this is a, an annoying conversation to me, so I, I don't know why I get upset about it because I think maybe there's just too many voices in the room that are now deafening. And it's fucking... It, you know, when it comes to a simple political conversation... There might be one side or another. This is just so many fucking twists and turns. You, and, until you hear the full truth, you yeah. can't. Because there's lots of speculation. I am a huge fan of waiting till the entire story is revealed because there's always something else. And I think the biggest problem with a show like this, we talk about the current events. And this is all over the place. There's yeah. a new fucking thing every day. Uh, I hope you like the picture I sent you the other day. Speaking of stories we, you know, we've been talking about, the Donald Sterling picture. I sent you a text from... It never came up. It didn't download. Oh, I I just... Again, it was an article from the Huffington Post. It was Donald Sterling hugging his wife with a big smile on his face. And I just texted you, this is what $2 billion looks like. Uh And it's just... I got three texts. I'm like, I guess Ernie was right. (laughs) I thought that... You know what, though? I start to think about this. He's 80. Oh, (laughs) Rudy, do you need 
<laughs> well, if you got a billion dollars in your if you got a billion dollars and you're 18, that's going to be tough to spend. If you got a billion dollars, let alone two or three, and you're what the fuck is he going to do with it? We had this discussion too, dude. Like, I need a billion dollars worth of Viagra. He would have to spend a million dollars a day for over eight and a half years in order to whittle that money down. What the fuck can you spend a million a day? Like a million dollars a day? Could you even conceive? House, house. He'd buy ten thousand hookers, <laughs> and he'd only get through one of them because he's eighty. The rest of me just licking his balls the entire time. I guess that would be kind of worth it. <laughs> if I can get my. And then you got to figure out something to do can tomorrow. You imagine, can you imagine something to do sitting tomorrow? On, sitting on the couch watching TV, and there's someone there to lick your balls. <laughs> Next, get on over here. Work the left side. <laughs> Don't ignore the taint. Get on in there. I showered a couple days ago. Get on in there. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, I hate fucking Can everything. you imagine the 80-year-old balls? Uh, well, shit. If he's got a million dollars a day, he could get that fucking wrinkles taken out of that, I imagine. <laughs> Botox those wrinkles things. Wrinkles are supposed to be part of balls. I think wrinkleless balls would look funny. Look like just beautiful marbles or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're shining in the wind. Man, so let's... let's uh. God. <laughs> Some of these other ones are. I just thought about that the other after we had our last show. I talked about it. I I thought about it. I'm like, what's he gonna do with his money? What I mean, what can you do with his money? He's gonna I, buy a baseball I don't need team. One just billion. I need three billion. He should buy the shittiest baseball team. What's the shittiest baseball team right now? Astros, I think. If you, if you imagine Houston Astros, you could spend a billion dollars on it, still have a billion left over, and be like, you know, what? fuck you, another sport. Baseball's too much of a uh, inside club. That's he, why Cuban didn't get to buy the Cubs. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe he's, he's just going to buy a WNBA I mean, how franchise. Is that? Cuban's a, a good ass owner. He would treats. You, would his... you have been scared if you bought the Cubs? No, I there was a lot excited. of people terrified. That I would have been was... excited. He, you would have renovated. That's for damn. He, sure. he would have. He, he, he does it because he, 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 he turned Dallas Mavericks used to be the worst in basketball. They yeah. were torrid, and now they're a perennial. Power every year he sits right there on the sideline, and he flies them in a private jet. And the players talk about how well he treats them, and he buys them. You know, where they win the championship, he buys them like, you know, he treats them well. Yep. That's what I wanted for my team, and they didn't want him because he was going to outdo everybody. That's the point of baseball, you know. But outdo in a sense of how he, because then the other owners were like, "Well, we'd have to treat our players oh, this way." Fuck them, man. You know, so that's fucked. I would have loved that Cuban by the Cubs. <sighs> well, uh, can I stray? Sure. Can I stray? All right. Uh, a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, we were watching a video. It was on uh, YouTube, and it was regard to a regards to a citizenship test. Oh yeah. And I got results for you. All right. So I've been doing homework for this fucking show. How about all? So uh, the point of the video is that there was a guy, and he was asking. Uh, every day, run of the mill citizens mm -hmm. on the street. This was Los I Angeles. I took this test, by the way. Yeah, I took the test too. Um, he picked eight questions from uh, the citizenship test. I believe there's 100 questions on the test. Mm -hmm. And you get eight questions. Mm -hmm. And if you get uh, three wrong, you're gone. You, okay. you don't pass the test. You have to get at least six right. Your, so, your math is a little off. But uh, you gotta get oh, six, six right. You okay, get yeah, six yeah. Right. My math is fine. You threw me with three and yeah, six. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I shouldn't have gone back and forth. But I actually uh, I have the questions right here in my memo pad. And um, I asked these questions to bar patrons, Okay. my family, Okay. Uh, all races. I've got black, Latino, white, 
Um, I asked 30 people. Okay. I kept it at that number. And not including you or me. Mm-hmm. So 30 people. Which I'd like to say I got 100. Guess how many people passed the test? So out of 30? Out of 30. I'll say 15. Four. <laughs> Four fucking people. All right. So uh, these are the questions. Let's see if you can remember. It's like, uh, who's the current vice president? Hey, uh, I'll put you at Biden. Joe right. Biden. How many constitutional amendments are there? 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisiana Purchase was the name of the land we purchased from France in 1830. Yep. Knew that one. Uh, what's the point of Susan B. Anthony, women's uh, suffrage movement? Yeah. Um, how many Supreme Court justices? Nine. That one fucking surprised me. That was the last. That, that's the one I had to think about because I was going back and forth between eight and nine. Uh, year Constitution written, 1787. Yep. Always gets confused with Declaration of Independence. Right. So that one's kind of one of those tricky questions. This uh, is all schoolhouse rock. Yeah. Man. Uh, the year, uh, excuse me, The uh, who wrote the Declaration of Independence? Like Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. I don't Jefferson. understand how people don't know that one. And the president during World War One was the one that fucked me up. It was Woodrow Wilson. Wilson. I wrote Taft, you know. And didn't I, I responded to you when you wrote, put that? I said yeah. Wilson, right? Like yeah. I was like, I think I'm right on this. So I think uh, the point of the video, and it was done by a Latino guy, um, and he was he was pointing out essentially that you could give these questions to anybody. And the majority of the time, and he asked 15 people on the street, and one out of the 15 got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, again, he went all ages, all groups. So I got some feedback from him. I was like, so do you think the questions are fair? And every person that got it wrong said to me, yeah, the questions are fair. Mm-hmm. Which surprised me, because they all failed. It's all shit we were taught in like seventh yeah. grade. It, and so, yeah, as I said, so I, I even went to the younger kids that I quizzed. And now these kids are 13 and 15, I believe Mm -hmm. it might be 14 and 16. So they're in the middle of taking these Mm -hmm. exams. So like they, this should be fresh in their brain. Sure. They're in the high school, social studies and all that shit. They, they got like four out of the eight, right? And I asked, is, are the questions fair to them? They're taking this shit right now. And they go, yeah, the questions are fair. I'm like, I'm like, so why are they fair? And they said, well, they should know that. Yeah. And I had to put my head in my hands because they, I, I don't think those oh, fair to the, fair to the, to the immigrants trying to come here. Okay. I don't think uh, a multiple choice question like that is the way to dictate whether or not you're a good. Well, this wasn't, this wasn't multiple choice. No, these weren't multiple. You got there. Yeah. Straight answer. Sorry. I don't think these are a way to dictate citizenship. I just think maybe there should be more of like, well, name the, uh, what's significant about this portion of the history of the United States, right? Of. You got yeah. There's a lot of factors. One, we learned it, you know, 30 years ago. But you and me remembered it. Be, well, I'm a, I'm a history guy. <laughs> I like history. So I and I have a I have a strange knowledge for facts. Mm. Like, yeah, you go back to yesterday. I was telling guys what they lost to people by in matches. Okay. When I were talking. Oh yeah. So you got okay. the numbers. So that stuff in sticks in my head. Mm. Why? I have no idea. But it just sticks. Um, I tell them people, you know, oh, this guy took this, this guy placed this, you were this, and this, and guys are like, oh, Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> stat man. But I've always been like that. But is it important that we know that there's 27 amendments? It's not going to affect you and I in our daily lives because we don't deal with it. But if you have an immigrant coming in, okay, mm-hmm. you know, say from whatever country, Canada, comes in and says, yeah, I want to be an American citizen, eh? <laughs> Um, (laughs) Luke's Canadian, everybody. Um, I don't think it's the fact that they need to know this information, Mm -hmm. 
But what I think it, it tells us is, hey, we think our country's great. You and I probably both have the same opinion. We have a great country. Yep. Uh, not without its faults, but uh, generally we have a great country. Uh, you yeah. want to, you want this person coming in. You don't just go, all right, you're a citizen. Congratulations. Yeah. You want them to put a little effort into, I've taken the time to at least study the history of this country that I want to be part of. You know, I would expect if I decided I wanted to go to Canada, they would say, who's the prime minister of Canada? I have no fucking idea. Herbie Hancock. Okay. Okay. So I would expect that I should learn this knowledge. Now, and Saddam we're Hussein was very, the prime minister of Canada. Yeah, way, we're so. very, very in the spotlight. Like I went when I went to Canada, they all knew who our president was. They all knew who our vice oh, president yeah. was. So there's a. It's a little bit of a. Um, I think is it like a, a disconnect by? Uh, we're like a rock we folk, star amongst. Well, nations yeah, we. Or I think like so. That. We're out, we're in the spotlight, man. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I just don't. I I think the the general idea of the video was. Is it fair to kick people out for getting a couple questions wrong? Somebody's got a freaking... I, I, I mean, do you know how many people want to come here? How many people come here illegally? Well, these are people that are doing it legal, so you got to give them credit. They're trying to go through the motions to get sure, it. Sure, and they can deny, they, they, deny know, citizenship. So it was always funny. I'm like, everybody that got the effort. test wrong, I'm like, you get know on what? the boat. Everybody, the who, everybody who gets the test wrong out of American citizens, I guarantee if you gave them the questions ahead of time, you said, hey... To stay here, you have to know these questions. Most all of them would probably memorize the shit and go in and nail it. You, you it ain't what? it ain't right, except for some idiots that are just stupid. The question that surprised I mean, me the most: Who's the vice president? Was the vice president? Well, if you can't get that right, you're, you don't you don't understand, dude. I'd want to say maybe twenty five people got that wrong. That one blew my mind, and I'm thinking to myself, let's name the vice presidents. I was like. Joe Biden, all right. Dick Cheney, Dick all Cheney. right. And so who was the president before Clinton? Al, it was Al Gore. Al Gore. And it was like, oh, Ronald Ray, or George excuse me, George Bush, Bush, Dan Quayle, Dan and then Quayle. And, and Reagan George was Bush. George Bush. And beyond that, uh, Carter Jimmy was, Carter, I don't know, was vice president. So Ford. I, that's that's where it all was. Ford really? Um, no. no, I take it back. No, no, Ford was president before that. Uh, Jimmy Carter yeah, was the president Mondale. before Walter Mondale. Yeah, I would, see, I wouldn't. Uh, then Ford was president after Nixon. Yeah. Uh, so Ford, Ford was, was Nixon's vice VP, president. Yeah. I don't know who was Ford's. I don't know who stepped in. Yeah. See, that's the thing. There's maybe like Adelaide Stevenson or somebody like that. I think that's fair because that's our history. That's like, yeah, that's where we start. So, I mean, obviously, if there's somebody older, they might know all the names. But yeah, it's just how do you not know Joe Biden? How do you not know Dick Cheney? How, how do you not know those names? Well, I, I, I think the people that it's easy to you look at like George Bush. I'm judging everyone. right George now. Bush senior because he became president. Dick and Cheney's been in the government for years. For but years. When you start we, the ones we start to, I think, block out are the idiots like Quayle and Joe Biden. Quayle's more famous for misspelling potato than anything else. And Quayle I, and, isn't it. Quayle. I remember when he attacked Murphy Brown. See, I remember that shit because she was a single mother on television. Well, he, was focusing, he was focusing on, on <laughs> the values of the family and how people were celebrating the single mother. And you know, I don't look down on single mothers, but you, you should push that people have a, a unit. You do, know. do you remember when George Bush Sr. or George H.W. Bush went after the Simpsons? I don't remember that. Oh, he was a, it was a, it was a speech, and I can't remember what fan, we uh, Americans should be more like the Waltons and less like the Simpsons. And 
applause. I would think that the Simpsons are a little bit dysfunctional. I said the Simpsons are a fictional cartoon family that can run through walls without dying. And uh, one of the characters drinks excessive amounts of alcohol, and he has yet to suffer from alcohol poisoning. So, yeah, (laughs) I I would put that uh, there's no cartoon clown that comes around your city and, you know. Hey, hey. And there's not the mob that kills no one. So I think think the message of that is, is, I mean, now... You put yourself out there. More like the Flintstones. You got enough speech writers that they should look at this and go, you really shouldn't bring up, talk about your family values. who wants to be the Waltons? Fuck them. I don't want to be the Waltons. (laughs) I I, I don't know, man. It's, it's. Do you you think the questions, I think maybe there should be a little bit of, that that was kind of an eye opener for me. I had no idea that many people would get that wrong. There was people that I was absolutely sure that would get these questions right, at least pass the test. And I was just, I was surprised I got them I all right, because I'm like, there's going to be some the, like the amendments. You're the only one that got all eight right. The, the I got seven out of eight. The amendments in the Supreme Court one, I had to stop and I went 27 for the amendments. I went, right? 27. Okay, twenty seven. Like I when I, I when totally I, get why people when I know said that. the answer to when I said the answer to those two, it was a I won't be surprised if I'm wrong on this, mm-hmm. but I think it's this. And I was right. I was like, okay, I got the I got the, the got it right. But I was you know, I'm a history guy, so I pay attention I to I do that like some of the answers. Ninety nine. Really? There's ninety nine amendments like yeah, there's they keep making If them. you know if somebody <laughs> says twenty eight on the amendments, you go, No, no, twenty seven, they go, Oh, okay. Close. <laughs> That was, you know, if they said who's the vice president and they said Hillary, <laughs> uh, you know uh, what's going on now. If you can't name who the vice president is, that's fucked up. You really shouldn't be allowed to vote. You really shouldn't. See, maybe you know what I'm. Uh, maybe I don't know, dude. I, I I got a lot of brain things that come up, and sometimes I'm just thinking, you know. I don't think you should get a, a license if you can't fucking pass the Constitution test or something like that. It just makes me mad. That would be a good one. Well, now well, you, can't you can't gra- pass you can't high school. graduate high school. Yeah, you could, yeah, I remember my back in the day, it was, we were going but to that's, Joe's. You know, you what's passing now, 70%? I, I think uh, 76 is a, and on the is school. a D or something like Depends that. Depends on the school. Well, I, I'm, I, uh, I did my homework for you, so I'm, I just thought you'd want to hear the results. Uh, you were the only one that got eight of eight. And I honestly got eight out of eight. Yep. I would have been honest and said, oh, I got that one wrong. Shit. I, I, and there was quite a few people that had zero for eight, which blew my mind. Well, that's just... Anyway. That's, that, those people, if you're listening, please leave. We were <laughs> <laughs> we were going over the fucking Donald Sterling thing so much. And now the hypocrisy starts in our society, dude, which drives me insane. I don't mind... Uh, calling somebody a racist or something like that if it's warranted. And, or if somebody's a beat-off, you tell them, all right, there was two incidents that happened at the same time. Okay. And they just made me so, like... Justin Bieber is obviously fucking Teflon. This kid can do <laughs> no wrong. He is the... I He is... You just know that if you meet this kid, you want to slap him. That's... Oh, it. Dude, I take dumps that I care about more than Justin Bieber. He... Has had sex with Brazilian hookers. Yep. Video footage of him. All right. That's the best thing I think he I, ever did. He's he's pissed in janitor buckets. He's fucking yeah. punched, spit in people's faces, and then had his bodyguard step in. Yet people will defend him like he's fucking, you know, Jesus. I don't I don't oh, understand it. So the God. worst thing ever is and it's not even the worst thing because they, TMZ 
was trying to, they were blackmailing this fucking kid for years with these videos. They have videos of Justin Bieber from, and these are professional quality videos. Yeah. It's not like from a cell phone. The, he has videos of him dropping the N-bomb. Singing Several about times, it. times singing it. And he said he was sorry. It's not on any broadcast. It's not mentioned. I saw it for a day. Yeah. And apparently there's like, Extra minutes of footage of him and like other incidences. And yeah. I get it. He's like a 15 year old kid in yeah. the videos and he's being stupid and he's yeah. singing and he's got friends giggling and shit like that. I actually that. give him credit. You know, he's 15. Yeah. It's like, okay, the dude's 15. I'm, Which of us hasn't said something yeah, stupid when we're 15? He's completely idiotic and everything. And that, I give what him the What kills me is on. the people around him that didn't stop him. You know there's an adult in the room That's that should have stepped about. in and been like, hey, hey, Burn hey. Burn this fucking tape. Hey. You're an idiot. Don't ever do that again. Dude. You're gonna. You're, this will come back to you know. There yeah. should have been an adult that stepped in, but there wasn't. They're sitting there going, "Yes, Justin, make us money, whatever you say." <laughs> just and and these videos come out, and there's no response to it. I that's the thing. Like Sterling, weeks, yeah. weeks of coverage mm-hmm. for something like that, and he was. He was video. He was recorded without his knowledge. Like Justin Bieber looked at the camera. Yeah, and sang it. <laughs> he needs to be. You know what? If you're gonna hold, it, if it's gonna be fair, Justin uh, Bieber needs to be kicked out of the music industry. Well, Not allowed to make music anymore. Can we at least kick him out of the United States? Let him answer the eight questions because he's Canadian first of all. So I just don't get it, dude. I just I. It's a hypocrisy. Why? It's a hypocrisy. The disconnect there is killing me, and I just want. I want his downfall at this point because I'm like, ah, he said the N-word. Now people will realize this guy's a fucking tool if they didn't didn't realize it already. He didn't just say the (laughs) N-word. He sang it. The song was one less of them. (laughs) He's talking about killing people. Yeah. I'm just thinking he's not singing a Dr. Dre song either. This is... I found the hypocrisy is the fact that his entire entire culture that he's created is... (laughs) embraced in black culture with the the baggy pants and the big clothes and the hat sideways he loves that so i i heard after these videos came out like usher usher was the guy that uh um started him up like yeah. he's the one that get, discovered get, him yeah and him and will smith or something like that oh my god did you see this is a little side note okay. did you see i watched this the when he was doing the testimony um his dip i didn't, and when see, he said, I didn't see the video when he said usher was and I got a, a, what word did he use? Oh my God. He mixed up the words and he, and they said, was Usher responsible for your own career? And he said, oh, he goes, he meant to say instrumental. Okay. But he said, no, I'm detrimental to my own career. <laughs> and the guy goes, and the lawyer goes, pardon me, what did you say? And, the, and his lawyer jumped in and goes, he meant he was instrumental to his own career. But he said, I'm detrimental to my own career. And I laughed my ass off and I said, yes, sir, you are. I just, oh. Well, Usher apparently got pissed off. He found out. He knew about the videos. Mm-hmm. All right? And so he, like, put Justin Bieber through sensitivity training, and he made him watch a bunch of historical videos in a room. I'm which sure. Which means Usher has that laying around. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold He's on. He's got a little school. Usher sensitivity school. Come on, Justin. Oh, please. <laughs> so... How, I'm I, sure it seems that as Justin Bieber gets older, that he has become more sensitive. Uh, he's, a, he's a fucking asshole. I just don't get how he he is that he's fucking Teflon Don, dude. I, I, I there's nothing he can do wrong. 
Pretty Brazilian much. hookers, 14-year-old girls still love them. Yep. Saying the N-bomb, oh, 14-year-old. Like, it just it, it never stops. He, this man. Well, tie that into the Jonah Hill. I either have to become his biggest fan now. I'm just like, I'm starting to turn, I think, because mm-hmm. how can you be that much of a fuck-up and have people still love you? There are people. Oh. <laughs> you look at what Jonah Hill, where he called the... Uh, uh, we and it, this is the perfect thing is I can say he's a complete Jonah opposite. Hill yeah. called a guy a paparazzi guy a faggot. Yes, I can actually without any backlash. It's not the f word. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah. the n word is the n word. Yeah. So there's a there's a they're right there. Um, I said the n word on the first episode, and I've um, jo- Joni even said like he cringed when I said the word. And I was like, you cringe? He's like, yeah. He's like, I just. It's a you, word. It's but, a word, man. And I was like, I was like, I even gave context to the word before yeah. I said it. And he's like, yeah. He's like, it just made me cringe the second you said it came out of your mouth. And I'm like. But now I think. Not Jonah, like beating somebody. Yeah. Like yelling it's at just, from a southern You're using plantation. the word as a reference. Yeah. It's a reference. Um, but you go. There's people, who actors whose careers. There was a dude on uh, Grey's Anatomy that called the guy that. Yeah. In private. In private. It called the guy, or said, didn't call him that. He, he said it about him or something. His career's, he got kicked off the show. Is, jo, is it Jonah Hill apologized and they were like, I, I, show. I, and yeah. Howard Stern. And I look at uh, George Takei. I follow him on Facebook because oh he posts some funny stuff. And he He's said, All awesome. is forgiven. We forget everybody makes mistakes. And that's the attitude I would want. Where did George Takei become the representative for homosexuals? Right. He's pretty United high States. up there. People <laughs> like him. But the point is, he forgives the guy. And that's fine because the dude made a mistake. And he said, I was trying to hurt him. And I f- picked the word that, you know, just in my, I was trying to hurt the guy. We all say stuff like that. It all happens. But why is Jonah Hill forgiven for saying something like that? And there's other people are labeled homophobes. You're a homophobe because you said it comes out. It's bad for his career. But is it the worst thing he could have done? It's like, oh, dude, I slipped. I hate, I hate, I hate the public apologies. Yeah, we were, you know, going, I'm like, write a letter, write a letter got. or talk to the guy and say, hey, I'm sorry I said that to you. I shouldn't have said that. The public apologies to save your career. I would like to apologize to everyone out there. I guess this is what I understand. I just saw the movie Wolf of Wall Street three weeks ago. Okay, good movie. It's great, great flick. I love Scorsese. Uh, somebody told me, one of the... The guys at the bar is like, oh, it's better than Goodfellas and Casino. I'm like, no, it's better not. than Casino, not as good as Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas is so damn good. No, so, it's, but uh, Casino sucks. Anything I, I with Sharon I, Stone. I, I thought that was her best role ever. So, uh, well, yeah, it was probably. <laughs> anyway, tells like, you what I think about Sharon Stone. If you recall in Wolf of Wall Street, Jonah Hill says the word faggot multiple times in that movie. Mm-hmm. All right, that's a caricature. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's playing a role. Sure. He says it as an insult to a paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 what I'm trying to get at is like, okay, you're excusing the art form. Like, you would think there would be some sort of backlash if you're really that upset with him. But no, they're excusing the art form because it's a character that he plays. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're playing a part. He, yeah, he's playing a part. And as far as I'm concerned, when you're getting harassed by paparazzi and shit like that, you know, that's an extension of the words that you use in your work all the time. Sure. And, you know, it probably just popped right out. Yeah, I'm sure he probably didn't stop and go, I'm going to imply that this man is a homosexual. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm It came at. out. But you, you say shit that you get enraged. And I get that. And that's why I get so mad when people just jump all over these but people. But then I got enraged about his apology. Because, I mean, like, you can... 
and I think the reason Jonah Hill doesn't get singled out as opposed to some other guys he's likable. is because Jonah Hill is a likable guy. He sure. makes comedies, and you can tell he's not. It, it's like he's not some slapdick. When he apologized, he could have just kept it like, hey, man, I'm really sorry I fucked up. I said the wrong thing. He dragged this apology out. Yeah, I got to. It was grotesque. To the point where it's He's almost on tears. Like, you don't think it's grotesque, dude. People say these words. This is, you know, I try to avoid saying stuff like that because I know it hurts people. We talked about that. I'm not going to hang on to those words and keep them in my vocabulary because I'm so adamant on keeping these words. It's... But really, you have to fucking talk to Jimmy or Jimmy Fallon for three minutes and stop the show. Yeah. And then Jimmy Fallon, to his credit, gave the greatest one little one-liner after. It was like, I'm glad you can come out. <laughs> <laughs> Which had the audience, you know. Yeah, you got to break it yeah. up. You got to. It gets it gets old. The, He's the, like, the, no, the, I meant, you know, to the show. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it gets old. And I'm glad Jonah Hill is going to keep making movies because he's funny. Yeah, um, I'm probably one of I'm in the minority when I say that I watch I'll watch I'll still watch Mel Gibson movies because the guy makes good movies and he knows story and he but you know he he's made many public you know against Jews and blacks and everybody he's, else but he's gonna be in the, the what's my Expendables three he's a good he actor a he does good you know what. I watch him because he makes movies, not because I care about what his opinion is on things. Do you think he's gone slowly insane, or do you think it's been his opinions his whole life? Because he seemed like such a likable dude. Uh, Has he been hiding all this time, or do you think he just deteriorated a little bit? He probably a little from column A, a little from column B. You get older, and you start to go, yeah, you know, stay off my lawn. I hate Jewish people. I, you know, and he, and he was jacked up when they fucking pulled him over. I mean, he was so fucked up on uh, booze. And he's, a, he's you know, I, I isn't he an alcoholic or something? So it probably yeah. he probably had drank a shit ton. Essentially and, kicked out of Hollywood. Well, I mean, if anybody should be kicked out of Hollywood, it's Justin Bieber. Just oh. fucking somebody. It's a hypocrisy. It all I is. think you could have a video of him molesting an underage girl like touching her or something like that and i still think people would blame the girl people still buy r kelly shit and there's a video of him peeing on a 15 year old <laughs> i've never seen that video i could always like i will look up videos if i'm really yeah. interested but for some reason i just don't want to watch the r kelly video i i can get access to it in like 30 i don't seconds. see why you wouldn't want to watch him peeing <laughs> on a 15 year old I don't know, something about the P part of it. <laughs> I'm just, it's a hypocrisy, man. Chris Brown beats his wife and or his uh, girlfriend and he makes music. It's, uh, you know, what's what's worse, uh, calling somebody a faggot or Chris Brown punching, close fist punching a woman? I'm going to go with Chris Brown on this one. I will too, but Brown. we forgive those that uh, entertain us. And Mel Gibson wasn't making a lot of movies, so uh, we, you know, we don't forgive him. Yeah. It's bullshit. You know, as soon as I become boring on this show, I'm sure people will dip back into me, you know, using the N-word in reference, and they'll say, oh, he's racist. Actually, I'm the only one that's actually said the N-word on this show. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw your mouth open. I'm like, I don't have to prove anything. <laughs> well, I was, trying to, I was trying to make Jonah cringe. 
words are words are words, words can hurt. be very powerful and words can be very uh if used properly are meaningless right, and so let, let's uh let's take it to a serious level right now i told you i listened to let's political bring it down bring it well this is kind of a fucked up conversation i don't even know if i want to have it because it could deteriorate and okay i was listening to the house spark show on um last weekend and i wrote this down i was like scribbled in my i was in my car and i'm like i gotta remember to talk about this with luke this is um how sparks. sparks is a um left uh talk show host and he had a feminist on okay and i for the life of me i can't remember who she was uh she didn't sandra fluke no nothing like that um she, she was she's like written many books and stuff like this okay i understand but she said something that made me really uncomfortable. And usually I can, you know. Now I'm completely give, oblivious to what you're going to tell me. Yeah, so this just, is yeah, brand new. This, I, I can give people my support when it comes to feminism issues. I'm all for equal pay and all this other stuff. But she, she started talking about uh, rape. And this is kind of, it gets really heavy at this point. So um, she was saying that she had been raped several times in her life. And, okay. you know, I have to take her for a word at this point. But then she went on to say that anytime that, uh, and I'm trying to say this the right way. So say she was with her boyfriend. Okay. Okay. And the boyfriend started nudging her like, hey, you know, come let's, on, let's, come on, let's, let's, yeah. And, and I think every guy that has a wife or a girlfriend or something is at one point, Tapped them on the shoulder and said, hey, you know, I'm feeling kind of frisky. And she said that she'd basically be like, fine. Okay. And she qualified that as rape. Basically, uh, uh, an unconsensual thing, but I'm just going to do it to get it over with. Okay. And she claimed that all women that go through this are in theory being raped. And I was like... What the fuck? Okay, so she's probably been raped like 700 times, assuming how good-looking she was. I, and I just, I, I couldn't grasp the concept. Maybe this is because I'm not a woman and I don't, you know, understand but everything. And, I'm have, tr- and I was really trying to... Without revealing too many details about your life, have you been nudged? Like, hey, come on, when you really didn't feel like it and you went, okay. Um, I think maybe twice. <laughs> Well, but by, yes, but are, I'm was, just saying, are, like, were you raped? No, I was actually very eager at that point for some reason. Well, like, I mean, for I've, some reason, you know, I've been tired and been nudged and been like, come on. And I've been like, okay, I yeah. really, this is the last thing on my mind right now. Or, you know, I don't feel good or whatever. But do you so really, does that's it, does it flip? If it, I'll agree with that. She has, and she has the right to her opinion, but, but I'll I mean, agree. it's like, it's not somebody forcing themselves on top of you. Right. tying you down. It's, it's essentially like. I'm going to give in so I can just go back to bed. Right. And I just, I, I really couldn't grasp the concept. And maybe it's just the pig-headed man in me or something like no, that. No, it's but not the pig-headed it, man. That's I a just, far extreme opinion. It's That's so idiotic. extreme. And I just, I'm like, I can't believe people would subscribe to that, to be honest with you. Like, this is... According this is to a lot think- of feminists, it's not, it's not about, you know, and I get the feminism, let's be equal. Obviously, you know, yeah. There are proven statistics that women make less money for the same job. Let's fix it. You know, there's, there's, especially in the past, there was a glass ceiling. Yeah. Um, but there are feminists that go to the extreme that basically are against men. That that is to me that's such an extreme position. It just it it's it it's defies ridiculous. reality. It's ridiculous, really. I mean, she's obviously. Re- 
And to me, that was terrifying. Just, I, I can't even like, I mean, the fuck would, it's so stupid. It's such a dumb opinion because unless she says. And I hope I'm saying the opinion right. I don't, I don't think I'm getting this wrong. Unless this is kind of what she, she was getting at. says men who have given in when pressured for sex, who have given in, felt the same way that they were, they, they were raped. Because unless you have that same opinion, she's a huge moron. I'm not saying saying she doesn't. She might have the same exact. I would imagine she would based on that criteria alone. But I mean, did she say that though? I I I don't remember. I remember it was like a 15 minute car ride. But I was just like, I want to call in right now, and I don't know. I'm like, really? Are you kind of? It's so stupid, dude. It's so that's somebody looking for a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Probably. I'm mad that she's taking up time on our show because she's so idiotic. I really wanted to see your grasp on that one because I knew you would kind of fall in my category at this. I just, oh, well, I get, how can I go the other way, dude? Like, all right, obviously, there's guys out there that are fucking just vile human beings. But sure, this is not that. No, this is not. Come that. on, if you're pressuring somebody and they say no, yeah, I okay. Well, they they got into this whole concept that uh, that they said no is shouldn't be the default. It should be yes and only yes means yes, which I can kind of grasp. I can got the the concept that they were talking about. Where does maybe fall? (laughs) Apparently the nudging, which turns into rape all of a sudden. So I didn't mean maybe we'll edit this whole section out, but I just, it's such a fucking bizarre conversation. Now California is talking about doing a law that you have to stop and say, are you consenting to this? Wow. When did lovemaking become such a contract? Dude, I... Rape, rape is a vile, disgusting, horrid thing. Yeah, it's like besides murder, I can't think of much worse. So. But well, child molestation probably is Which worse. Usually, yeah. um, but to say that if you if someone kind of like had to say after you said, "Nah, I don't feel like it," come on, and you went, "Okay," and that's rape. Um, they, she had people calling in like that's like the a, ultra sensitive bullshit that pisses people off and takes people that are extremely on the right that will then jump in and be like, see, this is ridiculous. But instead of going instead of like everyone stopping on both sides and going, all right, this person's an idiot. Let's just tuck them in the corner. <laughs> you know, do your why do we give her time on the radio? Why does she get time? Uh, she's fairly popular enough. So I don't know. <sighs> It, it, it's it's one of those things that you know you come across and you I I really just couldn't believe what I was hearing at that point and I it kind of you know obviously there's got to be dudes out there and women need to come forward and prosecute the dudes but this this is such a position that I just I, I can you imagine if I, someone came forward like, for you or me and said well when we were in college together we were dating one time he wanted to have sex and I didn't and he said come on and I said okay just to kind of get it out of the way. And came for an accu- and they and this was the law. It's kind of what you're I'm on trial. Can you imagine being yeah. on trial going, dude? I just you know I said come on or please or whatever. Me and Luke are two white guys that are giving a perspective on this that you know have you know we're obviously not women so we don't know everything that women go through. But at the same time, like I think our opinion I don't is even not like saying too, that because women yeah, don't know everything guys go through. Yeah, but I it's at the same time like we can't. We can't say we've ever been in those. I can't say I've ever been in those shoes, but I've nudged for 
Nookie, you know, <laughs> Nookie. <laughs> what I, you know, it's it's to me, it's different. It's just like, yay! You know? <laughs> I'm tired, but I don't care. We, it's well, it's. <laughs> I'm like my fine is probably really enthusiastic. So I, I again, I don't grasp everything, but I just think that the these extreme positions that we take really could be hurtful to a lot more people than you know you're trying i understand that you're trying to protect women from unwanted oh. stuff but man when people shit like those. that when people. shit like that gets on the airwaves that creates the thought of i'm always going to get raped you yeah. know it's it's a scary thought it should be you know I, you know what it's I mean? hard to say this and when you're talking about rape but I never thought I, I would that say. Word. I, I hate never that word thought I would more than other words. I never thought I would say this in accordance to an accusation of rape. But lighten the fuck up, okay? <laughs> oh God! Not about rape because I don't think that's rape, but about <laughs> what you're gonna now classify the, to this woman. I'm not talking about lighten up like ah, oh, it's okay to be raped. I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Well, no, I'm saying to this woman, it's like. Really, Luke's not running for. You're Congress. in a this you're in a are... you're in a good situation with a with a guy you care about, and he feels comfortable enough to say, "Come on, please," or something like that, and you say, "Okay, I'm going to do it for him," and then classify that as really. Yeah, it's kind of a position. That it's I so goddamn it's extreme. I mean, what the fuck? And it's scary. It's because, not scary because no, if someone like this that, ever if, came into power, yeah, if somebody like that came into power and just just imagine, because anybody let this anybody can chick turn to any exchange into just oh, vile. Fuck, then I've been raped. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fuck off. Find something better to do with your goddamn time. You don't need to go to that extreme. And what you do is you take people like you and me, and you piss us off, and then we're not. We're wasting, you know, your mindset gets pushed where you're like, you become defensive rather than supportive of someone who's actually been raped. Yeah. It, you, it, rather it than, does take, it takes the focus away. Yeah. The people that we're now really focusing have on fucking this, problems. This woman's idiotic yeah. opinion yeah. rather than talking about something like rape and going, wow, what a horrible thing. Be supportive. Here's this and this to help people. Here's what, you know, you should, you should be supportive. Now you, you, I, we got to sit here and talk about this moron for six, seven minutes <laughs> when we could be talking about more important things like Jonah's story of the week. Oh, Jonah's story of the week. Is it that time already? I don't know. Uh, well, the Jonah's story of the week. Do you got one? Let's see. That's a uh, holy shit. We talk a lot. Fucking hour and 10 minutes. We had one more topic. I don't know if you want to hit it real quick. It was, uh, we could probably save this for next week. Don't worry about it. What is it? It was um, I was I was uh, doing more homework and research for the show. Uh, I heard another thing because I don't have a Jonah story of the week. I didn't think about it. <laughs> we were we were talking about um, the worst insults for women, and I was talking to women because this conversation came up. Like, what's the worst thing you can say to a woman? Um, and I bet you can guess what the consensus was. Probably calling her a cunt. No, that wasn't oh. it. That wasn't it at all. Um, you, you're, uh, it's calling them a name. Put your finger in my ass. No, not, not, not the same. Well, what's the worst <laughs> thing you can say to a woman? Uh, uh, nine times out of 10, it was, if you call me fat, that's the worst insult you could do. And I was just like, wow, that it's, it's, it's not changed since grade school. Like the body issue. Really? That's women, the worst thing you that, can say to a woman? I, I blew my mind. I was like, really? Is, is, it, is that going to become the F word? Apparently, and you know when you think about it, it kind of already has the like 
if you say if you say somebody's fat, that's almost like calling them a terrible name at this point. Like, okay, it's it blew my mind. Like, if a woman gets called fat, she'll cry, she'll have body issues, and, and I, it's either. Uh, the other women around her that have, you know, perpetuated the like, you know, you have to look great or magazines or everything else. But I mean, like, that is the worst insult. Let me ask you something. This is an honest question. Yeah. just came to me. Do you feel as a white male age 18 to 45 mm. that you have to change constantly? Like no one ever comes out and goes, mm. you know, we, we've been ignoring a problem that white males 18 to 45 have X. And we need, we should be more sensitive to that issue. I feel like I am like paying for everything that's been wrong. Now, granted, you know what <laughs> I mean. So. Like you, you go through history, and our little pocket pocket of people yeah, yeah. has been the benefit of a lot of things. There were a little pocket. We're, uh, um, but I feel like I'm being put on trial. I guess. For things that I haven't even done, but I need to be more sensitive to this, and I need to be more sensitive to that, and I need to change the way I say this, and I can't say that, and I need to accept that plus-size models are real women. Well, I've seen skinny women that look good, and <laughs> I think they're real women, too. So, what, I can't like a, a thinner woman? It's My fiancé is in shape, and that's wrong. I should encourage her to bulk up and... I, I I think it was more of the the again we always talk about words that we say and shit like that and now fat is becoming just as bad of a word than all the other words that we use. I've called guys fat. Yeah, but it's it's funny because it's it's uh it's based completely on gender at this point. You can call that's a dude, what I mean. Yeah, you can call a dude fat. You've told me, man, you... back that was that was back when I was fat. Yeah, and yeah. I'm supposed to go, oh Nick, no, <laughs> no, don't feel that way about yourself. You should embrace your body. I husky. So it's like that shit. It, like okay, we fuck with Jonah. Yeah, I've called him fat. You know, yeah. you had a dude that you lived with. You nicknamed him fat, which is really fucking funny in itself. So. He deserved it. He was a fucking jerk off. But like, if you call a woman fat, that apparently is the one insult. That's like almost a suicidal insult at this point. I, I, I didn't realize it was that strong of a I word. I think this is a point where you jump in with another light in the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to be called names, but if being called fat, when you are fat. To me, that sounds like such a if you're fat, tame you know it, okay? insult. If you're fat, I mean, you could probably look at yourself and say, yeah, I'm kind of fat. When did that become the granddaddy insult? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you can probably. Now, if you call someone that, you know, might have put on a couple that was skinny and maybe put on a couple pounds because of pregnancy or and you start going, well, you're fat. It's like, okay, that, that to me is probably worse. If you got someone who's just always overweight and they know it, it's not nice to call them fat. No, but you know it. If someone came to me and said, Hey, you're bald. Oh my God. You called me. Yeah, I'm fucking bald. I know. <laughs> I wish I had hair, but I don't. And you've been ripped on about your hair a few times here. Yeah. Because like that, that insult rolls right off. But if but, you gained weight and we called you fat. I would I say, yeah, I'm fucking fat. <laughs> I look at my stomach right now. It's not toned. Yeah, yeah. If you said, Luke, you're getting a little fat there. It's like, yeah, probably. It I'm really, gonna... it got me to think, is there a gender specific dude or uh, for, for guys that's such an insult? And apparently with women, it was fat. And I couldn't think of one thing you could say to a guy that was Because that guys harsh. have been calling each other. Your buddies yeah. call you names. They're fucked with you the entire your entire I life. Call so you you, kinda... I call you blind. 
Mm-hmm. And I know that bothers you, but sometimes it just comes out. I'm when going in the other room right when now. When you're this looking is, at this is over. I Don't know that bothers everybody. you. Or when I call you, <laughs> when I talk about your driving, when you make me car sick. You know, but I, it's like you don't go. Oh, I'm not going to be Luke's friend anymore. He, ca-. I, I just didn't realize that that was such a fucking powerful word. Fuck, man, yeah, I'd love we, to hear from some women listeners and you to tell us what is it that bad? Is it that have we become that knee jerk? I think I asked reactionary, I asked. ultra sensitive. Post it. I'd love to hear it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the worst thing. I would think. I mean, that's like calling a black guy black. Now then, you go the N words an insult. That's worse. So that's I mean, a slur, if, yeah. if I say that someone is fat, but if I call her rotund, okay, is that a, in, a worse <laughs> insult word? Because I'm trying to insult her. Seems classier. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, see, I could tell a quick Jonah story of the week here. Yeah, go ahead. Tell a quick story. <laughs> All right. I, Got the, see, I threw some topics. You didn't think I was going to throw them at you. No, well, we didn't talk about that. I mean, the the, the uh, whatever. I'm a bad guy. I'm sorry. I'm a white guy that's 41 years old. I'm sorry that history's shown that my group has gotten a little better advantage. I can't change what color my parents were, what gender I came out. I think I'm fairly nice to people generally. Um, sorry that you guys have gotten the short end of the stick. Um, <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I don't care. You're now a rapist. And I'm, I'm apparently I'm a fucking rapist, and I say the worst thing on the planet constantly. Um, I fuck. That's your okay. new manifesto. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I get, at this point, man, there's so much shit that people have pointed that I apparently have done wrong in my life. You really think so? I, I mean, think you, you don't just probably ever read the feel. News. Don't you ever get sick of being told that the things that you've done are wrong? That you have gotten advantages. So you didn't work hard enough. You were given this, given that. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really trying to think if I've ever felt kind of singled out. And I never, I, you know, I, I guess I see some points of view that might make me feel guilty, but I never feel guilty. I never feel like I've because you're anything a good wrong. guy. I never felt like because I've done you know wrong. in your head that you're yeah. a good guy. I know in my head I'm a good guy. I treat people respectfully. I try to, and occasionally I, I'll say something wrong, and I say, ah, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Or occasionally I make the wrong decision. Yeah, but I don't, I, you know, I got people that work for me that have told me that I'm a good boss because I treat them. I had a, a Mexican guy that worked two jobs. He worked for me. He worked for Taco Bell. And when he left to go back to Mexico, he told me in the best English he could, and we'd always kind of communicate half English, half Spanish. He said, you treat the Mexicans with respect. And I appreciate that. My other job, they treat us like we're freaking cattle. Um, and I said, in and out, in and out. I said, Antonio, I don't see a reason to treat you. You guys do a good job. I pay you fair. I pay you what I don't sound like I go, this guy's white. I'm going to pay him more. He does uh, the yeah, job. Yeah, I give yeah, raises yeah. to people that deserve it. And I've been told, I'm sure there are people that work for me that don't like me. But in general, I've been like told that I'm a with you. good boss. So I can, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, my God, Luke, you need to change your life. Fuck you. Okay? I don't want to change my fucking life. I'm a decent guy. I'm not here to fucking walk the line for you. Nah, don't walk the line. We like you better off the line. man. Just don't call people fat anymore, okay? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Tell a story. All right, Jonah's story of the week. This This isn't, you know. Make it small. It's fine. My back went out in 2009. I've had back problems for years, and Jonah was living with me at the time. 
uh, and he's sleeping as Jonah does. It's Jonah, Jonah tends to do. Yeah. And I got up to go to work. I had to work. He worked, he worked for me. You know, he works for me on and off. He kind of picks up shifts, but at the time he was working pretty steady for me and he had the day off and, uh, I was drinking coffee, got up to turn off the TV and I reached for the TV and my back went out and it was the worst it had ever been. And I hit the floor Ooh. and could not move. And I'm screaming Jonah's name to get up. As you do. As I do. Was I was, it was, if I, I tell you the most debilitating thing I've ever felt, I could not move without the most excruciating pain that I'd ever experienced in my yeah. life. Jonah comes out, you know, as he did, <laughs> as is the Jonah response when he wakes up. Oh, yeah. I said, dude, my back went out. You got to go to work for me. And I had struggled to get it. You know, I, this was probably a 20-minute process of me getting him to wake up because I was laying there face oh, down no. on the floor. So he, at this point, it was like he was going to be late. So he changes, runs out the door. Did he just leave you on the floor? Left me laying on the floor. <laughs> face down. <laughs> uh, You're not going to even roll me over, you fuck. The dog and the cat walked over and laid on each side of me. And it took me it took me about an hour and a half to get to the couch, um, which was fifteen feet away. If could that it, could could would, did you request to be left there or uh, no? He just ran out the door and I went. <laughs> I can't move <laughs> now. So that's my short Jonas. Hi, Luke. In Slam. Jonah's in Jonah's defense, you know, the next day I got a, do- a, do- a, do- a doctor's <laughs> you appointment. You were still in the same spot. <laughs> and I and I'm calling his phone for him to get up, and he had it on silent. And I end up screaming again, Jonah! Because <laughs> they said, you need to come in now. That's the only way we'll fit you in. Because the lady said, oh, we can get you in Friday. And this was Wednesday. I said, I'm like, if you don't get me in, I'm going to the ER. And so Joe get you. And Jonah, you know, he carried me, like, not carried me. He was like one side. I had a chair on one side as like a walker and my arm around Jonah on the other to get to the car. It's like a St. Bernard, folks. So Jonah did help me a lot out with my back, but that moment was holy shit. Left me laying face down on the floor. I I, I have the visual perfectly, which is awesome. Later, Luke. You're just like walking yeah. out the door. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> leaves me dick down on the floor. Oh fucking god. Uh, so that's a very short Jonah story of the week. Very nice Jonah story of the week. Um, but you know he helped me out a lot. I wouldn't have got through because he was living with me and he got me. I ended up when I got my pills, they were so strong and I'd never taken them before that I passed out in the car. I told him I don't feel good. I think I'm gonna throw up. And the next thing I know, I was waking up in a cold sweat at the restaurant. My brother was looking in the window like, "You all right?" And Jonah's like, "I thought you died." <laughs> I fucking pad took. A, I fucking passed out in the seat because I just was like, I got tunnel vision because I was taking these horse pills. I didn't even know it was that bad. I don't think I've ever heard the story like once. Oh, dude. Shit, dude, that was. I've had back problems since I was about eighteen or twenty. I knew about the back, and it would hurt, and I'd lay on the couch. Like I'd lay on the couch, and it would be better in a day. And when this happened, it was. I was not able to function without those pills, and I was still in excruciating pain. Dude. Every step hurt, but. You know, and that's why they sliced me open five years later. That's what you get for calling people fat, you fucking rapist. I know. <laughs> apparently, this is God punishing me for <laughs> all your white sins. Yeah. Well, anything else, my friend? No. You know, this is, I think it was a, a I'm a little angry. It's a jumbo episode, man. This I'm angry, big. man. I'm angry. I told you, I, I just try to anger up your blood because you give me a good audio. Well, I want to know the woman's name, so when I say fuck you, I can say her name after it. I can try. 
I fucking that, yeah, shut see, up. It made me mad too. I was driving the car and I got like visually upset. If like you were in the car like next to me, you'd be like, "Why is that guy upset?" So women listeners, uh, I please, if you can take a moment to message us or. Uh, I would love to hear feedback. I would like to know, one, if you think that's rape, and two, if being called fat is the worst thing that could you could be said to you. I'll I know it's, I'll admit it's not a good thing to call someone, you know, that's mean. You're being mean, but is that the worst possible thing that could be said I'll to you? I'll give you the sample I, I talked to. I think one woman said cunt, and the other nine Cunt's that a pretty I talked harsh to word. was fat. Fat was the worst one. So okay. That's a sample of 10, so, I mean, we're well, talking 90%. Got to change my lingo again. And don't think of fucking some random insults. Like, is fat genuinely, like, yeah, that's fucking I would me think up. that yeah. some creative, very, yeah, like, Unless you just want to give us a word to say. I mean, some creative <laughs> form of that, you know? is a more insult like if you say you're you know you have you have your own time zone or yeah you know the earth orbits around you or you'd imagine they all kind of you fall have your own i heard that guy's ass has its own congressman <laughs> <laughs> and, and and nine supreme court justices yeah all right man uh good episode yeah enjoyable well for luke this is nick go get a disease everybody bye